in the limitless expanse of space, not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other electron stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Travis. I'm Lee. I'm Logan. And I'm Greg. There's this thing where, when and I've experienced this with literally every show that I do, where when you've said an intro enough times... It just stops being words there. Uh-huh. And it's not just like, oh, you know, you said buffalo too many times and now it doesn't sound like a word. It just you you get too into like the physical feeling of ejecting those sounds <laughs> out of your mouth. And it's just like, I am a weird trumpet. <laughs> but it's also why I cannot remember to say my name because I get hypnotized. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> we say the intro and I'm just like, I'm in it. <laughs> I'm excited to meet a weird trumpet part of the karma order, though. <laughs> oh yeah, weird tr- agent, weird trumpet, <laughs> agent, weird trumpet, ready for service. Oh god. Um. So shift nine, you volunteered before we re- started recording to give a recap of last week's episode. What happened? So uh, we all sort of did some diplomacy, the most interesting part of any space opera. Uh. <laughs> First, Trade Carol. Federation. <laughs> uh, Carol talked to Buatrol. There was something there. I'm sure of it. Uh, but it seems like they they are hesitant to uh, just come out and say it. Um, some k- kissy faces and eyes made at each other. I think there was a kiss. There were actually. kissy kisses. There were kissy kisses. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they got there. They made it. Hey, America. <laughs> We're doing it. <laughs> oh, shift nine needs to go to bed. <laughs> uh, then, then we uh we went over uh, the you the audience <laughs> went over to Lyrian, uh where she was talking to Candid Geyser. So Lyrian uh, did convince uh, the people in the Karma Order that she talked to that they should help uh, shield Daydream Station from any attacks from the real sharks. I don't know what, I guess just Daydream Station is their name, not, because they are also sort of sharks. They, they're former sharks. Former sharks, yes. Uh, and then I spoke again with Bill of Liberty. <sighs> And uh, at an Arby's, and the food was better than the company. <laughs> and all in all, we nothing happened. I talked a bunch, he talked a bunch, and as usual, we said nothing. Um, <laughs> Greg, before we started recording, you had an interesting question in regards to what something Bill said last week. Do you want to bring that up again just so that we can... 
can't remember exactly what it was. Something about yeah, he was something. he expressed in real interest in Arianda Arianda three and not where Daydream Station is. is yeah, that so, correct? <clears throat> yep. So Ariana, let's see, what did I call them? I called them. It's Ari- Ariana Segunda, Ariana Segunda, Ariana Ariana Twa. Segunda. Yep, and Ariana Twa. Um, so Segunda and Twa have. Uh, are more highly populated. You remember there was actually a bar there that um, that Boo Troll went mm. to. So Bill doesn't give a shit about, oh, well, Fable in general um, doesn't really give a shit about this poison planet with like a couple hundred people on it, but it does care about using this as an excuse to take over the whole sector and expand its influence uh, out into this, uh, these, these further regions of space so that it can, um, you know, spread out those tendrils. Gotcha. And that Sulerian should have been protecting them from, not the sharks. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of folks on a lot of fronts. Uh, the Invisible are also doing their thing, but we didn't get to talk to them last week, so you just don't know. We will cut ahead in time to the day of the council meeting. Uh, the way it's set up is that it's open to the public, so there are a few folks who are have, have taken the trip out just to observe the discussion. Uh, so, uh, you know, interested parties, that sort of thing. But you folks, along with those other groups that I listed last week, are all going to have some uh, role in terms of you'll be able to vote on the issues, and then you'll... You'll also be your group will also be called if you want to testify on on the three issues that are at stake, because you're some of the only eyewitnesses that are deemed uh, unbiased. Which is wild because we are not. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are it, it's the the it's set up in like an auditorium, so I think you're in some of the front row like there's some reserved seats in the front row a couple rows of those that are reserved for the people who are either the delegates from the factions or from uh the two daydream station groups or you know you all those seats are reserved uh i'm taking a bunch of cute uh hashtag selfie or uh hashtag court selfies that's that's (laughs) and um you sit down and a little while after and i think all three of you are probably there and after a little while, uh, Lirian, you feel uh, somewhat the person behind you is like annoyingly putting their feet up against the back of your chair. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Carol, you f- you feel something uh, not not something painful, like not even close to that. You just feel something like ding against the back of your head. Yeah, I'll turn around. You see. Frankie and Delilah are seated <laughs> behind you. Frankie has one has a straw in his mouth that he just used to uh, shoot a spitball into the back of your head. And Delilah uh, has her feet uh, rested up against the back of Lirian's chair, not giving a shit. Oh, 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 good. You're both here. Yeah, excellent. He says, hey, it's good to see you, Carol. Yeah, it's real good. I'm I'm really happy you brought here. Y- I know your name now. Well, congratulations. You know what the whole fucking universe knows now. 
Delilah does the like finger across the neck. Like, I'm going to fucking kill you after this assembly. So after this middle school assembly is over motion. Uh, and at that point, there's like a tapping on the microphone. Like, a, is this thing on? And the host of the event is none other than Chathel, who we saw in the first few episodes. They were Lyrian's uh, contact in the port on Titan. Seems like in the time between then and now, they've made some uh, political plays, and now they are a more important ambassador-type figure in the meantime. They've gotten a few promotions, and... Uh, they gesture to like a uh, holographic chalkboard that has written on it. Uh, it has their name written on it, and they're like, uh, "Yep, uh, I am McShathel. Um I will be hosting this. Uh, I should have prepared more for this. Sorry. Um, so what we're gonna do first is, uh, according to the directions here, it looks like uh, we're we're well. I mean, you all know this. We're here to talk about uh, some shit that went down on a planet that's far away from here. Um, and there's a few items on the docket we're just going to go through, you know, use uh, Roberta's rules of order and um, and just get everything down and, and put everything to a vote and then everything will be great. Um, so the first issue that I have on my list is let's see here it says determine the legitimacy of the karma order claim to the ariana system uh system or sector i never know i never know which is right uh this says system so i think that's i think they're the same word can anybody hey can anybody check if system and sector mean the same thing you hear someone mumbling off stage and then you hear like uh people like shifting in their seats awkwardly oh sorry it it should it should say system here here which it does so that's great (laughs) does anyone from our group of eyewitnesses and they gesture to the three of you uh have anything to report on that front um Actually, I have a couple of points of order, please. They walk the microphone over to you, and there's like a terrible like mic sound <laughs> when they do like when they take it out of the mic stand. It's like Ka-tung. um. So is this the point where we're trying to talk about who should be in charge of Daydream Station? Oh no, that will come later. That's issue three. This is purely. Uh, so this is purely the. Uh, the administration of the system as a whole, and then we'll drill down into the into the weeds and figure out uh, Daydream Station specifically. Okay, um, what if there are known criminals here? Do we report them now, or... <laughs> Sorry? Um, yeah, uh, Shift 9, if you could play that file I sent you, and just display oh, yeah, it for I... everybody, please. Thank you. Yeah, I've got that on easy... <laughs> This is the footage of Frankie, Delilah, uh, uh, Yof, may they rest, in, may she rest in peace, and whatever the fourth one is whose name we never got, is that them stealing the shit from the Ab- refinery? Absolutely. 
Um, as you can see, um, uh, these individuals who are sitting behind me, who, who also might I add, if this is a crime, spit on my friend, which is rude. It's fake. Um, as you can see, they're robbing the J.W. Titsworth Museum. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and concurrently play the video of that I've been taking of them spitting on Carol and... <laughs> Um, also endangering the life of fake shit, endangering the life of Bill of Liberty. So I ask that perhaps uh, Fable arrest them and they be removed. Fuck that is. (laughs) Um, and uh, okay, Carol, uh, shift nine, could you please play, uh, file two? Um, it's also a meme, but it's, uh, how many of these have, have we got? Just the two for now. It's fine. Okay, here we go. Whatever he's, I, I take no responsibility. I just, I just play it. Whatever. It's, what is this video? It's the video of Bill of Liberty stuck in the closet at the J.W. Titsworth. <laughs> okay, while so the if sound you of the explosions that, are happening off, off in the distance. That is the video of of Prelia making, yes, uh, making their okay, <laughs> just, <laughs> pretending, pretending that they're fighting hordes of enemies to impress Bill of Liberty, who cannot see what's going on. Yes. Um, at this point, Frankie and Delilah, Delilah have just left their seats and they're like, fuck this. We'll come back when we need to vote, but I'm um, not. If I would maybe stop this. them, they are, they are, as I've shown, they are criminals. There's an usher. As you say that, an usher nods and, uh, they're now they're just standing at the back of the auditorium, not in any seat. Does oh. Lyrian like lean way back in her chair? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this is Chathel now. Uh, well, um, that's a very interesting testimony, uh, Mr. Uh, Tatif Tardif. Uh, it seems like there's a smudge here. I'm not sure which, <laughs> on your name tag, I'm not sure which it is. Uh, well, d- d- uh, do you have anything to add about the, uh, about the Karma Order claim legitimacy? Uh, well, I'm just... Um, have they stated why they want the system? Is that uh, on record? Um, I think Chathel is about to speak, and then uh, Agent Candid Geyser stands up from the crowd and says, uh, Well, we've protected that area for uh, generations now. Uh, just kept a watchful eye, making sure that everything develops in a way that is uh, morally upstanding and that uh, that allows for the autonomy of the planets within that, but that doesn't allow for uh, egregious uh, breaks of ethics. That that uh, our influence there has has far predated any of any of these discussions we're having here today. And and can I ask, um, what exactly do you get out of it? Uh, sometimes um, outside actors do pay us when someone who has broken uh, moral standards needs to be taken out more quickly, and we can certainly put that target uh, uh, at a higher priority if there is uh, money behind doing so. And having territory where you already have infrastructure in place certainly uh, helps that line of business continue. And, you know, it has nothing to do with uh, profits you can make off because, I, I, you know. Oh, no, that is what it is. Okay, yeah, because, um, you know, my mom 
often told me about the karma order and what you did. Um, and I did a little... Oh, yeah, we have record of her. She did... She, yeah. I was looking her up before. It seems like she was a really nice lady. Yeah. Um, I've also kind of been looking into how the karma order works. Um, and I, I just noticed a couple of things that I think that maybe everybody here should maybe know about. Um, you know, for example, you did, like, a real great thing um, getting rid of the Dread Emperor uh, of Nekrov. Everybody remember that? Yeah, you know, it's, it, it, it was real good. But um, I also noticed that a bunch of the outlying systems that used to be in that empire um, suddenly uh, became unclaimed, which I believe is uh, code for karma order. Is that correct? Uh, that would be correct, yes. Um, I also noticed that um, those three systems were... Kind of rich, but not the best primary uh, sources of Zen Lucite. You know, the mineral that that empire uses to power most of their stuff. And it just seems that, you know, now that their main uh, supply lines are running dry, uh, it's quite convenient that they're, they're coming to the three that you picked up. I, I, I suppose I, I didn't know that this conference was a uh, was a trial. Uh, it's not a trial. I'm just. The, I just uh, want everybody to be of uh, the Necrovian Empire. I uh, I believe the issue at hand is the legitimacy of our claim to the Ariana system, and I think that there is no argument otherwise. And I think that you're not being a hundred percent honest with exactly what you want from this system, and I think that perhaps everybody here should be informed exactly of all your findings. If there is a lot of poison gas on the planet Ariana Prime. Yeah, we've been there. And we do a lot of assassination work. Yep. <laughs> At this point, I think Carol just sort of like pull. I mean, sorry. I forgot who I am in this <laughs> game. Uh, Lyrian pulls Carol aside and is like, Honey, listen. What? Where are you going with this? Just like, real quick, as an aside. Well, I just, you know... Super fast. <laughs> I'm incredibly concerned about, um, you know, giving them complete access to the poisons that you've been studying. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you think Fable or Invisible or the Sharks are any better? Than oh, Carter no, but or? I... I got, I got a lot of, I got a lot of other things for them, so don't worry about it. <laughs> okay, but somebody's gonna control this system, and I oh, think yeah. it'd be better if we could put karma in. Mm. <laughs> Who would you want to be there? Well, we'll get there. No, no. Right. Yeah, we'll uh, get there. Carol, Carol, don't fuck up my plans. Well, okay, well, what are your plans? To put karma in. Well, I mean, I just want to make sure that everybody has all the facts. That's all. Okay. Okay. Um, thank you. I'll, I'll get back for the latest stuff. I'll let other people go. I'm done now. Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Carol. Well, uh, now that we've had that testimony, are there any further questions from the audience on that topic? Going once, going twice. Uh, sorry. Just a little uh, auctioneer's joke. <laughs> uh, well, I guess it's about time f to vote. So those of you who 
uh, are representing the organizations that have a vote in this situation should already have uh, your envelopes for the first issue. If you could just quickly, this one's easy, simple yes or no to the, the legitimacy of the claim here and uh, pass that to the right and we'll collect that on that side. So at this point, the three of you, you got, you've got one, got one vote between the three of you. What's your vote? Do you say that the karma order's claim to the Ariana, the Ariana system is legitimate or not? I, yes, I'm good with voting Carol. yeah, because uh, I want to stick it to Bill of Liberty. I mean, I'm, I'm voting no. Lyrian but... has written... Lyrian has written on the envelope in all caps, yes, comma, Carol. <laughs> and she's just holding, because you said we have one vote between the three of us. Correct. And she's just like holding it in his face. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we oh, only God. have the one vote. I would also like to vote yes, but only because of spite. So, so I think majority there is. Well, wait, but like, is Carol. Who with that? I mean, no, but I understand that that's what the two of you want, so. Well, Carol, if you would just tell me who you are trying to put in, I might go along with you. I'm trying to make them independent. Carol, that is a pot dream. <laughs> I don't actually think it is, but. This is not how the universe works, baby. Well, I don't know what you're thinking. It, 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 it's not how the universe works if we keep stepping aside. Your idealism is gonna get you killed. Do you have do you have a full do, that, do you have a full plan, Carol, or just I, I have I have most of a plan. Oh my if, god. If you would tell us the plan, then we could we could either immediately say this is bullshit or we could go along with it. But like I mean, there's no way we're gonna help this way. I, I I want I wanna turn it over to to Tuba and Daydream Station. I mean, that's who's gonna be in control. We, we literally don't know anything about Tuva. We know nothing about Tuva. I still don't understand why Tuva is the one you went for. <laughs> yeah, I got a gut feeling. Okay. Well, I'm fine uh, with Tuva running the place. But what I'm saying is someone's got to control the system or there's just going to be a lot of fighting. And that's not good for anybody, Carol. You should know that. Yeah, but there's not going to not be fighting if Karma in order. Right. Like, none of them are legitimate. All of them are going to attack each other. Karma Order has... Karma Th Order. They are the only ones that are legitimate. They've been running this system for years. It's theirs. But who did they take it from? Everyone took something from somebody. That's yep. how it works, baby. But we, we could we can make that stop. They got it, and they... No, we can't, honey. All right, then vote. Ooh. <laughs> is that where we're leaving it? Oh man! Yeah, I mean, uh, Lyrian yeah. handed the the envelope in. The cool. giant yes, Carol. Yes. <laughs> so, so all of these are there's I guess just for some behind the scenes, so you know, like normally I wouldn't show you the stakes in a situation like this, but I want to make sure you know that there are stakes, you know, um, based on what you vote for some of these the faction's decision is, like, crystal clear, right? Like, car in this case, Karma Order is definitely going to vote that Karma Order's claim is legitimate, right? Um, and then there are others whose vote is made definite based on 
your discussions with them last week, uh, right? I don't, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. It doesn't look like there are any that, that changed because of that for this particular issue, but some of them might be a definite yes or no based on uh, their discussions with you yesterday, uh, last week, like uh, especially like Scarlet Sharks uh, in response to Carol's scene. So um, then there are other ones who are like, could go either way. And those ones I'm just literally flipping a, well, not literally flipping a coin. I'm going on the internet and rolling one D2. But then your vote is the last vote in that. And actually in this one, you ended up being the tie-breaking vote. Um, So they tally up the votes. And they do discover that uh, the the majority uh, respects the claim of the of karma order uh, for the system. So the, uh, the, the, the government of the planet is still up in the air for, for issue three, but in terms of uh, whether or not the karma orders claim to this, to the system is legitimate, it's been determined uh, by vote that yes, it is. Who knows if that, uh, if factions will still be fine with that going forward, but um, that's how it is now. The next issue, uh, I guess Chathel would just say this. All right, so that's that. The next uh, issue on the docket, um, something a little odd, uh, but I think everybody's got the, everybody received the packet. Yes, yes, I'm seeing nods. Okay, so everybody should know uh, about this being called O'Hare, uh, a, a powerful thing. Uh, that has been shown to be able to affect uh, memories and uh, maybe something more than that. It's difficult to see, uh, but we know that it can affect and even delete memories. The next uh, issue on the docket is what to do uh, about O'Hare. Looks like there are a few options on this one uh, based on the uh, submissions uh, beforehand. Thanks for everybody who participated in that. One option is to respect the being as a sentient person and let it make its own choice for the future. One is to create a interfaction uh, scientific study uh, looking into uh, how O'Hare works and how exactly the uh, forces involved uh, work to, to affect memories like that. And uh, the last is to destroy the being uh, because it, uh, for whatever reason, maybe it, it represents uh, too much danger. Um, so those are your three options. Um, now, uh, higher being, uh, any do any of you three have anything to say, excuse me, on the subject uh, of this of this O'Hare creature? Oh, hell yeah. And then I just <laughs> look at shift nine. Yes, yes, thank you, Lyrian. Uh Yes, I've prepared a small feature for all of you. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Uh, I, I deploy, you know, my, my sta- uh, this is better than my standard, like, TV screen that flops out uh, in the air. It's, like, much larger. And then a bunch of drones come out to just get in front of all the lights so that the, the room is dimmed. Uh, and we have uh, like a very moving piano piece played as uh, O'Hare in the Opus suit or Opus chassis. So it looks very cute because it look, does look exactly like a beautiful poodle. Um, 
is walking around the crew and talking. Everybody's laughing. It's very heartfelt. We have some interviews about how cool O'Hare is and how nice O'Hare is. Um, and lots of really like tugging on your heartstrings. This is incredible stuff. It's very moving. Um, yeah. I don't think there's a dry eye in the house when I, <laughs> when I take those drones off the lights. So it's, it's purely like an emotional play here. It's like those oh, yeah. um, those yeah. things before the Super Bowl where they like cover one of the athletes. Yeah. I think unlike, I think maybe I should have done a role for, for Carol's, but we didn't. Uh, <laughs> it, it did. I mean, it did have an effect just based on the, the force of the argumentation. But since this is such an emotional play, um, I think you definitely should roll. Uh plus influence to see how this pans out. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hope it's not like last time. <laughs> I got a nine. Okay. Um, you succeed, but at a price. The GM will offer you a cost or a hard choice. You get partway through your presentation, and... Uh, halfway through, so we sort of rewind the canon a little bit. You're only halfway <laughs> through uh, that video, and uh, O'Hare is actually with you, sitting next to you, and it it motions to you like like stop playing the video, and it says, "Have something to say." Oh yes, go right you ahead. Can... Okay, you stop the video. Yeah, that's your that was the choice I presented you. Yeah, so. Um, O'Hare walks up to the microphone and again there's sort of an awkward silence I guess it hops up because it's still in the the (laughs) poodle chassis and it kind of just gestures up and Chathel like struggles with the microphone like the cord is maybe not long enough to really (laughs) get it that far so they have to like dangle it uh, above above O'Hare a little bit and it just says had very nice time talking to many of you past few days. Understand that pose threat. Also understand much value in studying. Think, though, can provide a lot more on own, own way. Thank you. Well, it didn't have a piano piece behind it, but you did a good kid. <laughs> it like make it like makes an uh, it jokingly goes like arf arf. <laughs> I think you all noticed that, like Carol is still visibly uncomfortable. Oh, we never we never fix it. What is the deal, Carol? What's later? Okay. You know, for the future, for the future, like you could, you could tell us stuff. Like, come talk to me before we have our court date. We knew this was coming. You had a whole bunch of stuff you could have shared with me. I've been real. I sent it to you in email. Oh, uh, like you can see in the air. I flip through, and the uh, mail app has fifty thousand unread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Larian's just like I don't. Well, uh... I don't check email. (laughs) Use your words, Carol. Time to vote. Uh, Oh, wait, no, actually. uh, Chathel says, 
All right. Uh, that was uh, thank you, uh, O'Hare. Uh, are there any questions uh, from the audience for either O'Hare or for uh, our, our uh, eyewitnesses here, uh, higher being? And there's a hand uh, that gets raised, a like fur-covered hand gets raised. And Chathel says, uh, yes, uh, you towards the back. And the figure uh, stands up and just just and it's um, Mosleve. The uh, God, the, the, uh, let's take a walk back, shall we, to episode like three or whatever. When you met the invisible, you remember that uh, you met with the slug woman, Vasile, mm-hmm. and she had an assistant that was this uh, Chewbacca looking fuck named Mosleve, uh, who didn't speak. Mosleve is the person who raised his hand. Uh, and then he just gestures to the seat next to him uh, where Vasile is seated, but she can't, you know, stand or, or raise her limbs as high as he could. So that's why he did it for her. Uh, mm. She says, yes, I'm, I'm very intrigued by uh, this O'Hare. And I, I understand uh, the altruistic impulse to want to uh, make sure it, it, is able to make decisions on its own, but I do want to warn those in the audience that, at least from my estimation, the the being seems to have the mental faculties of a child, and I, and, and I don't mean that as as any any form of insult, but in, in the same way that that we wouldn't uh, expect a child to make. Uh, a, a young child only just learning to speak uh, its own decisions about uh, where to live. I think we should be wary of, of putting uh, all of that weight on its shoulders, and and much could be learned by uh, studying it. And I think that is the most altruistic path to take here. And and I suppose I my question for higher being is. In your in your experiences with O'Hare, how have you found its ability to fend for itself or or, or make its own decisions? Um. Okay. So I have a question, which is like, ha- has this come up at all, really? When in our interactions with it, like, is it like has an accident almost mm. happened and O'Hare jumped out of the way or anything like that? The only the only things that like come to mind are the things I mentioned last week. Like it took it a little while to realize people don't always want their minds to be read. Like it, it does seem like a kid. Uh, you don't know though. Like it also seems to understand what's happening right now. Yeah. It has a good understanding. Yeah, exactly. It has a good understanding of what's going on. It doesn't seem to need to like eat or anything. So it's like, how bad could it get for (laughs) the little thing, you know? Um, and so, yeah, I mean, maybe there's 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 reason to thinking because it seems sort of childish. Maybe you shouldn't, but I mean, that's I I would I would say there the signs of that are yeah small. <laughs> Your argument is basically that people are dangerous sometimes, and that's not good enough to force a a being to be incarcerated just so we can learn about it. We can learn about it 
through it figuring out this stuff on its own. And I, from my perspective, and this is, of course, only if O'Hare, when O'Hare feels like they want to make that decision, and if they want to make that decision, like, O'Hare can travel the galaxy with my crew. We learn all kinds of shit every day. Every day. <laughs> we go to different, I mean, like, it's going to be, it's going to be buck fucking wild. <laughs> uh, O'Hare keeps making dog sound impressions of, and, like, <laughs> wagging its tail. <laughs> uh, Chathel says uh, okay uh, thank you any further questions uh, not seeing any okay well uh, it is now time to vote again you have those three options just put the checkbox in there and pass it down to the left this time shaking <laughs> it up just keeping you on your toes Carol I know you feel weird we're all, yeah, all mean, three in agreement this time no, maybe? I, I, I do want I do want O'Hare on the ship. Oh. But I don't think I should be around it. Whoa. Plot twist. Oh, you're really killing me with this dramatic tension. <laughs> All right, well, we just checked the last box and go. The, the, what, the right one. Do you want to the... have that conversation? You can have that conversation now. I Well, I think Carol had said later, right? Like. We can have it now too. Okay. Well, what I mean, I I guess it's like kind of a stretch to have it in the middle of the courtroom. Is all you've you've passed your thing and you've passed your thing over in their tally and votes. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I assume you vote like you want to respect the yeah. decisions. Yes. <laughs> tell me. Tell <laughs> me. Tell twist. me. We voted no. It <laughs> destroy. Destroy it. the job. <laughs> Carol, what's going on? Well, it's learning, right? Yeah. And it, like, reads people's thoughts. And there's, but... like, all these artists and scientists and incredible people who are forming its personality. And maybe it shouldn't be around a violent person who who grew up blowing shit up. Like, maybe it should have a better start, is all I'm saying. Oh, Carol. You know, that's actually... Fair. Uh, maybe we'll keep your... Uh, the thing is that O'Hare is getting much better about not reading thoughts unless they are volunteered. Yeah. Uh, so maybe maybe you have more of a PG-13 memory. <laughs> I mean, until we're sure. Maybe it needs a better start. I mean, it started its life eating people's baddest memories, right? So maybe I'm not around while it's learning how to be a better person. Wow. Lyrian just looks so sad right now yeah like, this is a, this is heavy she has no idea how to help or talk to carol at this point but she's just like i mean it's not a problem distraught. i'm good at it and we'll have a relationship later when it's a scientist or an artist or something important i can teach it how to how to take care of itself hey it it, it to some degree all of us are hired killers. So maybe all of our thoughts are PG-13 for O'Hare at the time. However it shakes out, we'll we'll deal with it. Carol, yeah. have you considered that you have a lot of amazing traits that O'Hare could really maybe use? I have, and that's why I'm saying once it learns control, then I can teach it stuff. 
But I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to be the cause of something bad. <laughs> Glad to know you've thought about it. Yeah, you. Uh, to be honest, you've thought about this a lot more than I have. This is. <laughs> it's been a good exercise. <laughs> the votes have been tallied, and again by a thread. Your vote uh, carries with the majority. Uh, well, in this case, not the majority, the plurality, since there were three options. Um, yeah. Three out of the seven groups voted that its choices should be respected, and that three was the highest. It was the plurality. The other two options had two votes each. Mm. And so, uh, Chathel says, it looks like uh, O'Hare, Bunny, looks like you are... Uh, going on whatever adventures you want. Uh, next on our agenda, I do, and last... I do our little secret handshake that me and O'Hare have. That we definitely <laughs> do have. Last on our agenda is probably why most of you are here. Uh, that is to determine um, what to do about this uh, community that is uh, sort of in a rough spot right now. Um, Daydream Station... Uh, currently, it, its its former leader was found to be uh, doing some doing some nasty things with uh, some uh, memory surgery might be the best way to put it. And well, as of right now, they're they're sort of without a, a clear successor. So um, we have a few options here. Um, um, I'd like to make a point of order, real quick. Uh, as unorthodox, usually we would uh, wait to the next, uh, uh, the the when the floor is open for uh, for testimony. But uh, sure, Mister. Well, it, it's uh, not actually of Tardif. It's not actually testimony. Um, I'm here as uh, a representative of Difference Construction. Um, I built a racetrack uh, on that planet, and by the laws of construction, you know, um, according <laughs> to the accordance of twenty XC nine six. That all construction companies are the independent factions to stop wars, and also uh, due to liability, which you can read in paragraph 49, uh, part Z, liability uh, happens to be under my uh, jurisdiction. So, by the bylaws that were created, I actually own the land uh, until the project has been completed and signed off by the owner. Uh, the owner, however, Ms. Crowcoat, is. Uh, not available, and I am claiming my right to be a representative of Daydream Station by the laws of construction, uh, and I demand a say in this here vote. This is some bullshit. Um, yeah. Maybe, uh, whether or not that's true that it's in the bylaws, I'm not sure, but what I am sure of is you're going to have to give me a command roll, which is 2d6 plus influence, and we're going to see if uh, they buy this. <laughs> Eight. Mm. Carol, by the way, this is the kind of thing we were talking about. If you had told us, we would know. I put it in email. I spelled it out. Carol, <laughs> use your words. When is the last I time any of us words. has used an email? <laughs> I mean, I tried to do it in Bitmoji, but there wasn't anything about claiming land in Bitmoji. Oh my God, Carol. I'm going to pause my, uh, all my sensors and stuff that are connected to my body and just make it to read that email. <laughs> so Carol can tell me his fucking plan. 
I mean, that's so I mean, it outlines that in the contract, he technically does own that part of the land. <laughs> and since she never to have never actually paid for it and they never signed the contract, he still owns the land. For just the racetrack area. Just the racetrack area. But it's in Daydream Station. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so until leadership can be established, the contract can't be completed. And he's leveraging that to get an additional vote on our side. Uh, so just so, a vote, not yeah. necessarily. Yeah. No. Okay. So uh, what did you say you rolled? An eight? Eight. On a seven to nine, they follow your orders to the best of their ability, but their disposition or effectiveness <laughs> has been significantly impacted in so some way. Everybody's like, this is horseshit. <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, yeah, so I think what happens here is you get an extra vote, and I haven't really, I haven't uh, written down and figured out uh, where everybody's vote is, but uh, I can't remember if on this issue there ended up being any who were still a flip of the coin, you know? Um, but if there are are people who are a flip of the coin, they're gonna be. It's not going to be a fifty fifty chance. Like they're gonna be more likely to not uh, <laughs> to 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 vote selfishly. I think because it's like okay, this 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 fucker is gonna like do whatever he wants. I'm gonna vote however I want about this. You know, like some of their altruism is has been sort of shaved away by the crassness of your display. Does that make sense? Yep. I feel like one guaranteed yes vote is better than a coin flip on a couple. Sure. So the options that are uh, presented are number one, uh, leave the planet and the station alone and let the two groups that are vying for control, uh, two of his group and Frankie's group, uh, figure it out on their own, even if that uh, comes to violence. Uh, let them figure it out on their own. That's option one. Option two is allow Fable to to add Ariana Prime into Fable. So even though this, the system will still technically be under Karma Order control, that planet will be under Fable control. That's option two. And then option three is that its control should be given back to the Scarlet Shark soldiers as they were the original uh, owners. Uh, they they were the original contractors of the station, right? They were the ones who originally proposed to uh, build it. So those are the three options. Uh, unless, unless I get... So unless you had like a fourth option that you wanted to have submitted beforehand uh, to be voted on other than those three... No, uh, he's, I mean, Carol's fairly confident that the Frankie problem is taking care of itself since he's basically alerted them to be arrested by Fable. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, he's made to at least to his party that his desire to have them be independent known. All right. So Chathel, uh, tosses it over to the three of you again. Do any of the three of you want to say anything about, uh, your experience at Daydream Station, whether you think the that Tuva's group uh, will be able to take control of things and keep things stable, or do you want to advocate for Fable or um, the sharks coming in? Any, or, or are you going to opt to just stay quiet on this issue? 
Um, well, Carol's staying quiet because all he wanted was the vote. I'll, and he's I'll, not pushing it any further. I'll get up. Uh, the the people at Daydream Station are actually really nice. Uh, there's some there's some pretty big shitheads there too, but you know we we the, those aren't really a problem anymore. I, their their community has been built over many years, and they they're surviving out here without anyone knowing about them. And honestly, it's kind of the most stable place I've been in a long time, and it'd be a shame to ruin the just-right equation that got them there. I don't think we should change a thing. Except for their leadership. That sucked. <laughs> uh, also, uh, just so everyone knows, uh, this is, I am Shift 9, and you should watch my program. Uh, if you liked that really cool thing about Opus, and, uh, and no hair, you know, that's my editing there, my... Schuler, uh, Shift Nine. You just look, just look me up on the web. Uh, you'll be able to find all my programs. Bring that right into your eyeballs. I just, I'm just trying to make this. I'm just trying to show for my program. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's real good. Um, that's real good. I, I don't know how. I don't know if I'll have you roll on this, just because I don't know. Because Carol already did that last roll, and I'm not sure, like. After that, how much? Yeah, there's not really much to sway anybody, right? Yeah, yeah. I the the main thing was to tell everybody to watch uh, <laughs> Higher Being, but okay, wow. Yeah, I mean, Lyrian already did her backdoor dealings, and you know, she's right. Again, another close vote, but uh, because you got that, you pulled that second vote in. Uh, and the the dice rolls were friendly to you. <laughs> uh, looks like you're three for three. We did um, it, guys. We conquered space. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> yeah, so the, the terminate. Well, did you vote that they should take care of themselves, I assume? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so that's... Uh, Chathel comes up and says, the votes on the last issue have been tallied, and it looks like the uh, majority has voted to... Uh, allow uh, Daydream Station to continue to govern itself based on the the groups already present. And as Chathel says that, you hear like a lot of grumbles from the audience. You hear some people like chucking their packets on the floor, mm-hmm. like very upset. You see some sharks and some fable representatives just outright leaving the room. Uh... Um, I'll remember to be upset about that later. There's murmuring, and Chathel is like, uh, okay, uh, well, uh, yeah, I guess uh, everybody's dismissed. Seems like everybody's kind of dismissing themselves already. Um, so, uh, happy day. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Anything else you want to do before we fade out? Uh, I'll go over to Tuva. She's sitting there kind of, uh, nervously looking around at all of the like clear uh, dissatisfaction with uh, the vote uh, with with some of the folks there like she's kind of nervous about the fact that a lot of these people seem like they might not respect that last vote mm. uh, but she says uh hey carol um you uh 
I, last time I saw you, I, I told you to make decisions for yourself, and it seems like uh, with that last uh, stunt there at the end, you, you've taken some of my advice. So uh, sorry things were a little heated last time. Um, how are you? Um, yeah, I'm good. Um, I just, you know, you deserve, you deserve a chance. I've done everything I can. Um, but keep my card. Uh, if you need backup to keep your independence, I'm used to fighting that fight. Well, I mean, there were recently some explosions in Daydream Station, and I... There was one explosion. Regardless, what I'm saying is, I will occasionally need the help of a Wink construction company. And I know just the folks to call. We appreciate everything you do. Also, here, just sign the contract and I no longer have any claim. She, uh, yeah, I think she takes it and she signs it. But she does insist to, in certain, she like waves her hand, I think, over the, like digital contract and changes a few of the terms and then signs it. So the contract, uh, so if you were to then sign to say you approve of the changes, uh, that you will no longer have ownership of the racetrack, but it will be called the Tatif Tardif Raceway. (laughs) Yeah, I'll sign. (laughs) Oh, and, um, you know, if things suddenly go south and you, you need a defensible bunker, uh, in the center of the racetrack where I set up my... Nobody's getting in there. You... What? <laughs> yep. So, that's a real good hiding place if you need it. And then you can give me a go. I got left a couple of straight lines for difference construction in there. Um, you can tear it down if you want. It'd be a little difficult because I made it real good. But it's a defensible situation. You know, should something happen. You take care. Let me know if you need anything. Let me know if I can make a difference in your life. <laughs> uh, you, you too, Carol. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or check out our website at VRE.show for an up-to-date listening guide. Uh, follow Leary in at Yosef Bridge, Shift 9 at Logan Jenkins, Carol at White Wing, and the Galactic Overlord at the Travis W. Our email is hi at VRE.show. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and tell a friend about the show. Those are the best ways you can help us out. One Shifty, Adam, says... Hi, I've been listening to the show from the very beginning. I was a fan of Dungeons and Dragonites, Mythical, etc., and found out about VRE when Logan advertised on the Tuesday Night Podcast. The way you all roll with the randomness, pun intended, and craft it into hilarious characters that shouldn't work well together but somehow do keeps me listening. Keep up the good work. The only way I can roleplay with my game group from now on is with random rolls. I can't imagine it any other way. Me either.
dude, the funniest thing to me was Travis when when you just went like, oh, okay. And then, <laughs> Real courtroom drama. <laughs> yeah, real watermelon, watermelon, rutabaga, watermelon, watermelon, rutabaga. <laughs> I wish I knew more of those fake extra things to pretend to say so that I could make more of the joke, but the only one I know is waterme- watermelon, watermelon, rutabaga, watermelon. Because that is literally what everybody says. Because it right, sounds yeah. like you're, the words, they... They your mouth forms in a way that it really can be anything. Mm. So from a distance, it actually look people can just fill in whatever they want. Huh. The more you know. The more you know. All right. All right. I'm stopping recording. I'm stopping See. recording. Hi, I'm Joe, and I write about games. I'm Nick, and I write about games. And this is Objectively Good, a podcast about games. Uh, vi- video games? What What kind of video games? Only the objectively good ones. The objectively goodest. <laughs> this is a show where Joe and I take a topic within the realm of video games, be it, what's your favorite baseball in a video <laughs> game? And we turn it into an episode of a podcast. My favorite baseball in a video game is Twilight Seen It. Yeah, they- <laughs> So every other week, we we show up, we talk about what we're playing at the moment, and then we get into our topic, and we we bring a couple games to the table, but we have one main pick that we focus on each. These games aren't necessarily our favorite games, so much as we're really focusing on the topic of the week. These are games that have good within them. Because every game has good within them. That's not true at all, but <laughs> most games do. And it's it, it's very special. I think we, we really get into like the things that games make us feel. Objectively good. A, show about what makes games good check it out on itunes.com slash biz 